Parsha Shemini is the only Parsha that's named after a number. The Parsha begins, And it was on the eighth day. And the Mepharshim asks, Bayom Hashmini, the eighth day? Chronologically, it occurred on the first day, Rishchaydish Nisan. It was opening day, the inauguration of the Mishkan. So why does the Torah call it the eighth day? For example, just a few days ago, the Major League Baseball spring training season began. However, next month, if you look at the standings, when the regular season begins, all the team's records will be reset to 0-0. But if they played a month worth of spring training games, so why aren't those games reflected in the standings? It's because everyone knows that spring training games don't count. So the seven days leading up to the opening day of the Mishkan from the 23rd day of Adar until Rishchaydish Nisan was spring training. Moshe erected and dismantled the Mishkan every day. He demonstrated it to Aharon and his sons. And now it was finally Rishchaydish Nisan. Spring training was over and it was finally time for the real season to begin. So essentially it was the first day. Those previous seven days, the days of practice, should have been deleted from the record. So why does the Torah call it Yom Hashmini, the eighth day? So the Mepharshim explained, the reason the Torah calls it the eighth day, because the Torah is teaching us a deep fundamental lesson in Avodah Hashem. The spiritual world operates totally different than the physical world. In the physical world, you only get recognition for results. Practice doesn't count. Effort is not recognized in the standings. However, in the world of Ruchnius, one gets rewarded for the effort as well. Granted, those seven days were dedicated for practice, but those were very significant days. Because without those seven days, we would never have the schus to get to the eighth day. It's only because of our effort on those seven days that Hashem granted us the eighth day. So those seven days of Amelus and hard work is not lost. It doesn't get stricken from the record. Hashem rewards us for our effort even when there may not be any results. And that's why the Torah calls it Yom Hashmini, the eighth day. In this week's parsha, the words Darash, Darash, Moshe, Chazal say that between these two words of Darash is exactly the middle of the Torah. The first Darash is the last word of the first half of the Torah and the second Darash is the first word of the second half of the Torah. So what is the significance of this dual expression of Darash in the center of the Torah? And perhaps the placement of Darash Darash right in the middle of the Torah is teaching us an important lesson in Yiddishkeit. The essence of Torah, the underlying message that permeates all of Torah is to be a Darash, to be a seeker, a Mavakesh, an inquirer, to yearn and inspire, to come close to Hashem through the words of Torah. The title we give to a Torah scholar is Talmud Chacham. He's a student of Torah. When someone graduates law school or medical school, we don't call them a student of law or a student of medicine. They are Dr. Goldstein or Mr. Smith Esquire. So why is the Talmud Chacham referred to as a student? It's because the Torah scholar understands that even though he already acquired great wisdom, he is forever still a Talmud, a Mavakesh, eager to learn more Torah. Mothers around the world are so proud when they can say, my son the doctor, my son the lawyer. But it doesn't compare to the pride of a parent who can say, my son the Talmud Chacham. The story is told about a certain wealthy man who walked into the yeshiva of Navardik. 
he approached the Rosh Hashiva and he told him, I'm looking for the best bacher in the yeshiva to marry my daughter. As a wealthy man, this would obviously come with great financial benefits. So the man and the Rosh Hashiva walked around the Beis Medrash together, and then the Rosh Hashiva stopped and pointed at a certain bacher, and he tells the Gavir, he is the biggest masmid in the yeshiva. Then they walk around some more, and he points the ad to another boy, and he says, he is the best lamdan in the yeshiva. And yet at another boy, and he says, he is the greatest tzaddik in the yeshiva. The man grew a bit impatient, and he says, Rabbi, this is all very nice, but who is the best bacher in the yeshiva? The Rosh Hashiva then took the man to one bacher sitting in the corner, and he said, him, he is the best bacher in the yeshiva. The man turns to the Rosh Hashiva, and he tells him, Rabbi, I'm a bit confused. You just pointed out the biggest masmet, then the biggest lamdan, then the greatest tzaddik in the yeshiva. But this young man, you say, is the best bacher that you have in the yeshiva. How could this be? If he's not the best lamdan, or the greatest tzaddik, or the biggest masmet, how can he be the best bacher in the yeshiva? And Rosh Hashiva tells him, this bacher is the biggest mavakish. He has the strongest desire to learn and understand Torah. He wants to grow more than any of the other Bacharim in the yeshiva. So when all is said and done, he will outperform, he will steig above them all. That Bachar was the stipler gone, one of the G'doy Hadar of the previous generation, and the father of the God Hadar of our generation, Reb Chaim Kanievsky Zatzal. Chazal say, Rachmana Liba Boya, Hashem wants hearts, sincerity. He is looking for our yearning, for our striving. He wants our effort. Results is up to Him. So, the Torah calls it the eighth day because it's a continuation of the previous seven days. You can never be discouraged during times of practice and toiling. All those days you were mavakesh, seeking your path and avoidance Hashem, are not lost. All those days are also counted. Those days you were struggling are also precious in the eyes of Hashem. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.